Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest Hello, Andrew. Hello there, Edwin. You know, we talked yesterday, but I feel like it's just been so long since we have done these conversations. I feel like just forever since I've gotten to sit down with microphones between us. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's been a little while. Just so much life's been going on, but but we're uh, you know dedicated to making sure we keep dropping these episodes Monday through Friday, absolutely, and talking through the Word of God. And we love all the people that to listen and subscribe and share the podcast. You mean so much to us. And the comments on Facebook. We're getting some good comments. Mm-hmm. In fact, just the other day, uh, one of the sisters, a good friend of mine, Michelle, just put on there that there was an episode she really liked. Now, she did admit, she said, I have no idea where you were going for the first nine minutes. <laughs> to which I responded, no worries, neither did we. <laughs> That's right. Because we're authentic. <laughs> we're real. We're real. This is it. This is just us it talking. Just, just a couple of guys. Just us talking. If you were a fly on the wall in here, <laughs> you'd see these microphones. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so go ahead and read Galatians chapter 4. We're in Galatians well, 4. Can, before I get to oh, that, yeah, do that, special what? announcement. An- announcement. Okay, so this Sunday. This Sunday. Which is April 17th. Yeah. If you are in the Tampa area, please, please, please come out and worship with us at Livingston because yeah. we've got a, a special service. We were inviting people and bringing friends with a special topic, the beginning of our faith. I think it's important. I think it's timely. We're queuing it up. You're going to preach it. Give us a little taste. What's the deal? The beginning of our faith, we know, as I've as I've said, that a lot of folks are struggling with faith, and we want to give some foundation. Why you, should we believe? Why say, believe in the resurrection? You say struggle, but I mean, there's almost this movement of deconstructing. Like well, it, it has this verbiage attached oh, yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, if you're online, if you're in social media, there are folks who are just absolutely ripping their faith to shreds. Yeah. And the the impetus for this lesson was I, I was listening to someone, and the way they described it, I thought, you know, as, as upset as I've been about people deconstructing faith, that's that's not a bad thing. We we need to examine our faith. I, the Bible even says that we need to examine ourselves. Yeah, and so well, I think whether we are in the faith, right? I, we need to examine what is it that I believe. What am I practicing? Mm-hmm. Is this really true? And so it hit me. I need to quit being so upset about people deconstructing and just say, okay, now that you've got the pieces, what are you going to do with them? Mm. We got to put them back together some way. Let's make sure. Let's make sure that we're not just being destructive. And so now let's reconstruct a positive, powerful faith that is anchored in truth. Mm -hmm. We're going to provide a foundation this week for why I believe the resurrection and why I think we can have that as a foundation for our faith that we can build on and reconstruct or construct faith. So we call it the beginning of our faith. So the address, directions, times, all that good stuff, go to our website, www.christiansmeethere.org. But it is this Sunday, so we hope you see you. Well, if if you're listening to this when it drops, it's this Sunday. Now, if you're listening to it in June... We will be meeting this Sunday. <laughs> Lord willing, that's it right. Won't, it won't be that lesson, but we yeah. will be meeting this Sunday. So either way, we'd love to love to meet you if you're in the Tampa area. All so Galatians right. chapter four. Yeah, thanks for letting me get that out there. Yeah. So Galatians yeah, yeah. we won't talk about that four, every day, but this week, eight through 11. Eight through 11 from the New King James Version. But then indeed, when you did not know God, you serve those which by nature are not gods. But now, after you have known God, or rather are known by God, How is it that you turn again to the weak and beggarly elements to which you desire again to be in bondage? You observe days and months and seasons and years. I am afraid for you, 
lest I have labored for you in vain. Continuing this discussion of sons and slaves, of enslavement and freedom. Mm -hmm. And so he's continuing now to say to the Galatians, why would you go back to slavery? Mm -hmm. This is where you were. There is a confusing phrase in this passage as it talks. You said that, that just we can one beggarly, <laughs> we can beggarly elements, I think is what yeah, you said. Uh, the ESV elements. talks about ele- um, the elementary principles of the world. Mm-hmm. We find that this phrase, elementary principles of the world, is found four times in the New Testament, twice here in Galatians and then twice in Colossians. And there's lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of debate and discussion about exactly what that is referring to. And so let me see if I can just clear it up. Here's what it's... Oh, you're going to tell us what it's referring to. Well, I mean, now see, now you just ruined my... my, You jumped in there, because what I was going to say, let me make it plainly clear that I don't know. (laughs) And you ruined it. You just ruined the whole thing. Well, listen, it's just the muddy the waters even further. So I also happen to have a New American Standard Bible here. Oh, yeah, what's it say? And it does a little different take on this, too. Turn back again. How is it... That you turn back again to the weak and worthless elemental things yeah. to which you desire to be enslaved all over again. So there's there's lots of discussion. I, I honestly can't give a definitive statement about what that is. And, and it seems to me that nobody really can. Otherwise, the commentaries would give us a definitive statement yeah. instead of everybody arguing with one another about a what little it little is. More agreement. And so instead of digging down into that, what it seems is that Paul uses that phrase— in Colossians, yeah. to refer, uh, you used the word syncretism in our Yesterday, last conversation, I did. Uh-huh. The yep. syncing together the religions of the world. Sure. And in Colossians, there seems to be a whole lot more of, of just kind of looking at that paganism and kind of their elemental way of thinking. Yeah, even angel worship and all kinds of stuff going Here on Here in there. Galatians, it seems to refer more to the law and things of the law. Yeah. And I think when we realize that together, even if I can't give you the exact definition of elementary principles of the world, I see the point that Paul is making. And that is, is that you can understand why Gentiles coming out of paganism might be enamored with Judaism, mm-hmm. this ancient religion, this people, this where, where God began his working with people yeah. in order to get to Christianity. But what Paul is saying is, is that while your paganism was different from Judaism, they were the same in this way. They're really going back to elementary principles of the world. What, whatever he meant by that phrase, he's pointing out that paganism and Judaism yeah. had that in common. It's going back to these elementary principles that are enslaving us in works of the flesh, mm-hmm. thinking that somehow we are going to save ourselves, that somehow we are going to piece it together, and by our strength, we're going to accomplish this. And what he's saying to the Gentiles is, I get it. I understand why you've made this shift, but you really haven't made a shift at all. You were brought to sonship, and now you've just gone back to another form of the thing you were doing before. Well, And I see some certainly some things in the text that um, lend a lot of credence to that view. I, it makes sense in the argument that, um, you know, that they had left slavery and now sonship. This whole idea of elementary principles or elementary things from the, from coming from the scriptures, coming from the prophets and the prophecies, Old Testament scriptures, God is unfolding this plan of redemption and bringing things about all recorded there, but leading us to a place. You go back to Galatians chapter three, and it's the the boy leader or the tutor leading us to Christ. And so there were um, primary foundational steps and things to take us to Christ. You don't backtrack. You don't go back. Mm-hmm. 
Um, there was never a place for paganism. Like that was wrong. That was always, always wrong. Always wrong. Yeah. But but it, it was the reality, you know, that a lot of these people were uh, these Gentile folks were involved in all those things, and uh, of course that's that's backwards and and wrong and less than also. So I see part of what's going on in these verses as Paul illustrating why I am fearful yeah. that you have gone back. You know, uh, in in positive ways in chapter 3, he was reminding him, hey, how did you get the Spirit? Was it through the works of the law or was it by faith? You know, these positive the things. Faith. The hearing of faith. These positive things that you've had in Christ. Yeah. But now it's almost like go to the other side of the coin. What are you doing instead? And this is demonstrating that you're not acting like the son in Christ. You're you're going back to these elementary, these enslaved kinds of things in your religious practices. And he's interweaving the pictures. Yesterday you were telling me about the pedagogues and on Friday last week, yeah, the pedagogues, pedagogues and this yeah. Greco-Roman mm-hmm. concept of the the child leader, the yeah, pedagogues, that's what that means, yep. and the, the tutor or the guardian that would lead to the teacher. But we've also got this interweaving of the Jewish picture because I think in this paragraph we are reminded again of Sinai. Just like at the beginning of Galatians, where Paul talked about them turning away quickly, borrowing that picture from what happened at Sinai, we have here... They turn away quickly to go worship a golden calf. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Here we've got, you've gone from God back to... uh, You you came from not gods. You came from what was not God. Mm -hmm, And you've mm -hmm. come to God. And now... And again, we can understand this more than going back to paganism because of the history, but he's saying you're really going back to that same thing. And it's just like there at Sinai that they had met, they, they had now seen the mm-hmm. evidence, they had heard the voice of God, and then they started worshiping what was not God. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Paul is, is bringing to their mind, Galatians, this is what you're doing. You, you came from what by nature was not God. You came to the true and living God. You knew God, and, and God knew you. You had a relationship with the one true living God through Jesus Christ, but now you've decided to go back mm-hmm. into a slavery, mm-hmm. a slavery that separates you from God. Do you notice the example, though? And I think this is important. His example. So there's a lot about circumcision in Galatians, and a lot of times when yeah. when talking about going yeah. back to Judaism, circumcision yeah. is the is the illustration that is used, but that's not the one that's used here. You observe days and months and seasons and years. And I think it's important the reason why he did that is because think about in paganism. So they didn't get circumcised in paganism. So he's not like you left circumcision and you've gone back to circumcision. Right. But there was something they did do in paganism. They observed days and months and seasons oh, and years. Yeah, sure, sure. There, there were lots of stories in pagan religions about why we have winter, because a god or goddess has gone down into the Hadean realm or has died or and then is reanimated, and that's why we have spring. And so they would have their feasts and their festivals that were all centered around seasons and times and, and new moons and all of those kinds of things. And he says, look, guys, you've come out of that to be in Jesus Christ, but now what you've done and what you've made important is going back to doing that same kind of thing. Because what does Judaism do? It observes days and times and new moons and seasons and festivals and feasts. Mm -hmm. And he's saying, look, can't you see how these are the same? Mm -hmm. Here's Mm -hmm. how these are the same. He said, that's not what Jesus Christ is about. Again, 
Jewish Christians would keep those festivals even after becoming Christians because that's part of their heritage. But his point to these Gentile Christians is that is not making you more Christian. Yeah. That is not making you more in Christ. That's taking you away. Yeah. Get away from that. Yeah. And I got to tell you, though, I, I think there's a temptation um, uh, even today. Oh, I know. For us to just find other ways to somehow try to, I don't know, express faith or, or, you know, feel like we're getting more spiritual in something, Yeah, you know, than to be satisfied with the gospel, satisfied with the scripture. Oh man. Yeah. You, you know, um, to, to learn some contentment with what God has given and to have a trust and a faith that, that that's enough, that that's enough. Sometimes we doubt that. Well, I, I understand the draw a few years ago when I was in Indiana, and was studying some things, met with a, a fellow who considered himself a messianic Jew and mm-hmm. started talking to him. And I was really enamored with, you know, I would really understand Christianity better if I started being involved in some of these ancient Jewish practices. Mm-hmm. Then I'd really get it. I'd really know. Mm-hmm. And I'd have some really deep spirituality, mm-hmm. maybe deeper than I've had and probably deeper than you have. Right. And, and, you know, maybe I could bring you along and you could be deep like me also, but man, I'd really have that deep spirituality and connection to Jesus. And then we studied Galatians mm-hmm. few, several years ago and it, and I, it hit me. No, that doesn't make me deeper. That doesn't make me more Christ-like. In fact, it pushes me away from Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what Paul is saying, especially for us as Gentile Christians. Yeah. I think that's the yeah. case here. And so uh, we don't want to go to what is not God. No. We want to stick with what is God. We want Christ and let us be content in all that is Christ. Yeah. Thanks so much for joining us for Text Talk today. Send us an email. Let us know what you're gaining from your reading of God's Word. Text Talk at ChristiansMeetHere.org is that email. Let's have a prayer, Edwin. Holy God, we do want to be more spiritual. We do want to be deeper in Jesus Christ and for Him to, to be stronger in us. And so we pray that you would help us not to be enamored with the empty philosophies of world that, of the world that seem to promise deeper spirituality, but actually provide no benefit against the indulgence of the flesh, that actually provide no connection to Jesus and do not connect us to him. Help us not to get enamored in the kind of Gnostic knowledge that, that says that if we knew secret things or had better secret experiences, that, that we would be more Christ-like. Help us just to hang on to Jesus Christ. And thank you for this pure and simple gospel of his kingdom and his rule and the forgiveness that we have through him on the cross. We're so thankful, as much as it pains us to know that for our salvation he had to go to the cross, we're so thankful that he did and that you allowed that. And we're thankful that he burst forth from the grave on day three. And we're thankful for his kingship. Lord, draw us closer. We love you so much. Thank you for loving us first. Through your son Jesus we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. 
Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna! Christ is captain of the mighty throne.